a canopy of pines on the eastern lake shore with the beauty outside at the end of the road off the edge of the dock in all four seasons it's table talk hi bill how are you I'm good, Denise. How are you doing? I'm really good, thanks. It feels like spring is in the air. It is. Beautiful day out there and uh, exciting to be here recording. Me too. I'm really glad you're here with me. So as you push the buttons and raise and lower the toggle switches, managing the technical side of things, we'll get to this. All right, let's get to it. Bill, when you give me the thumbs up and the red light is on, We'll start. Here we go. In five, four, three. What inspires you to sit around a kitchen table and talk with family and friends? This is the question I asked myself when I set out to start this podcast. What would I say? Would the choice of words clearly support my thoughts? Would the power of words challenge perceptions and convey convictions? In every effort to be a witness to history and the truth, I wish to acknowledge that I am a settler. We are creating and recording this podcast on the traditional lands of the Ojibwe people in Treaty 3 territory. For thousands of years, Indigenous people have cared for and about the land and the water. I am happy to be here today, soaking up the sun and taking in the natural abundance and breathtaking beauty that is synonymous with the township of Suneros Nestor Falls. In that same spirit of reconciliation, I am truly humbled to be here. I believe in the power of words, and that words matter. Are my aims equal to my actions? This series steers clear of hot buttons, buzzwords, and flashpoints, so I will keep at bay political views and religious beliefs. I will strive for honesty, decency, clarity, inclusion, respect, and diversity. Table Talk leans to active participation on all levels from you, the listener. Civil discourse is healthy. Conversations are encouraged. I welcome you to go on this year-long journey with me. I am following the time frame of a much-loved children's book, A Year with Frog and Toad, by Arnold Lobel. In that way, I am committed to sharing episodes for all of 2021. How do we measure a year? 525,600 minutes. In the year just ended, so much of our existence was simplified or perhaps made more complicated by merely trying to stay safe. Hashtag stay home. Hashtag flatten the curve. Hashtag stop the spread. People across the globe were asked to pause and at times to stop. Just like the verse that rings out in Rent, the musical, we were asked to measure this year, to meet the moment, to recognize that we were all in this together and to do so out of love. Love for ourselves and for others. Seasons of sacrifice, from toddlers to tweens, Millennials and baby boomers, we were all asked to live more like the generation that came before us. 
the generation that lived through the Great Depression, the same generation that fought in the Second World War, fighting and dying for the values and freedoms we now enjoy. At times, we have stumbled. We have come up short. Communities have had to redouble their efforts and try harder, be better. Even with every effort, every full measure taken to stop the spread, lives continue to be lost. We continue to bury too many. In a moment of silence, let's honor those who passed away. Grandmas, grandpas, dads, moms, daughters, sons, brothers, and sisters, friends, neighbors, for the ones on the front line. Here, closer to home, we have had to pivot. Community-minded organizations have canceled events. For the first time in 59 years, the Arts Festival in Suneros was cancelled due to the many challenges posed by COVID-19. Fishing derbies, perennial favourites in rural and remote northwestern Ontario, were cancelled outright. Some went on, with new rules in play. No steak nights, and certainly no spectators. Small businesses have been brought to their knees. Sadly, some have closed their doors for good. Others, for now, are holding the line. Mom-and-pop shops, the ones that we know, let's hope they survive. Gut-wrenching moments dominate closed-door meetings as townships, chiefs and council, entrepreneurs, leaders in the not-for-profit sector, and community volunteers make hard choices. In churches, theatres, community halls, where people usually gather to eat, to drink, to listen, to watch, to be entertained, Those very same spaces sit empty. There is no laughter, only an unearthly quiet that speaks to the urgency of the moment. In the idea of 525,600 minutes, milestones come to mind. How do we celebrate a year? In Canada, we rise to our feet and join in the celebration of our dominion on July the 1st. On Canada Day, young and old alike come together and share in fellowship at barbecues and picnics. There are bike parades, outdoor concerts, and cake. Lots and lots of cake. As dawn turns to dusk, fireworks light up the night sky. Birthdays, anniversaries, special days that mark significant events in history help us weave our way through a year. Some days are light and joyous. Groundhog Day, St. Patrick's Day, Purim, just to name a few. Others are more solemn, as we stop to remember, lest we forget. 9-11, Remembrance Day, Louis Rial Day. I think this is true in rural places. There is a connection to nature, to the water, to the land. We measure the year in seasons. The darkness in midwinter is never far away. Sometimes I feel like a squirrel. In good weather, hurrying and gathering and making provisions for the cold that comes with winter time. And like the squirrel, 
We forage in the seasons of plenty. Mushrooms and berries, papanka, morels, saskatoons, blueberries, strawberries, oh, and the delightful little pinch cherry. We plant seeds in the earth, and then we look up to the skies and wish for sun and for rain. We tend to gardens, to raised beds, encouraging sprouts to take root and to grow. Now the squirrels, they are still with us, finding nuts and putting them in safe places. And here along woodland trails, if you stop and look closely, you might see mushrooms drying on the boughs of evergreen trees. It is one of nature's most perfect drying racks. This is a new observation for me. One day, Penny, she stopped. She hopped on all fours, and her gaze was unrelenting. I looked and looked, and then I saw it. A mushroom about four feet off the ground, on the bough of a pine tree. I picked it off and I gave it to Penny. She loves mushrooms. I hope the squirrels do not mind sharing their stores with Penny and Sophie. You see, Sophie has learned to enjoy dining al fresco on our walkabouts in the woods. So while the squirrels gather, we start to harvest. First come the peas and the beans. Then in the dog days of August, we start to pick tomatoes, cucumbers, and zucchini. With shorter days come cooler breezes, and the picking of peppers, cobs of corn, beets, squashes, potatoes, apples, peaches, pears. With canned goods in the pantry and root vegetables in cool, dark and dry spaces, we ready ourselves for another winter. With the first falling snow, we settle into fireside rooms and the stillness that winter brings. Even though it seems that COVID-19 has taken a wrecking ball to our everyday lives, we have still marked this past year in ancient and familiar ways. There is comfort in that. This idea of 525,600 minutes, is it a measure of time? William Faulkner once said, the past is never dead, it's not even past. That makes me wonder, maybe it is a living history. So, how do we measure a year? The lyrics from Rent ring true and clear. In miles, in inches, in sunsets, in midnights, in cups of coffee, and in love. That is the cadence. That is the rhyme and the reason. Before I sign off, I want to recognize the team who makes this podcast possible. My hat's off to Bill Stunden, our trusted and talented tech producer. For the music that cues the beginning and end of the podcast, a shout out to Red Moon Road. 
the ubiquitous fun folk band of Daniel, Sheena, and Daniel. Yes, there really are two Daniels. Wanda Cable and Marianne Mooring, thank you both for always giving me the courage to create and for cheering me on from the sidelines. Last but not least, the township of Suneros Nestor Falls for greenlighting this project and for making it entirely possible. Let Table Talk with D. Lysak be an offering at your kitchen table, early in the morning or late in the evening, bridging divides and welcoming new perspectives. If you happen to be enjoying the podcast in the company of friends and family while sipping on a neat Irish whiskey, all the better. And on that note, I want to thank you for listening and for sharing your time with me.